Thank you so much for tuning in to our church podcast. You can go to atarapentecost.com for questions about services and how to donate. We pray that you are blessed by this message today. God bless. So, amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I am mindful of the time. And uh, praise God. Thank you, Lord. Are you girls standing here? It's time. It's time to leave. <laughs> you, you might have fun in there. Don't worry. You can stay if you want, but uh, you're gonna have. You're gonna miss out. They got some fun stuff going on. You better go check it out. Anyway, praise God. Thank you, Lord. Whew. I'm a little warm. Amen. I better get to the Bible reading. You've been standing a long time. All right. Thank you, Lord. If we can get uh, Isaiah 45, 4, 7. Praise God. Appreciate everybody during these times uh, that's helped out with uh, the Sanchez family. Amen. Remember, well, I tell you, it just, service just isn't the same when you have this emptiness over here. It just isn't the same. I, I said, Easton, you got to learn how to play that thing, even if you just turn the volume down and fake it, you know. So when Sister Kathleen's not here, I mean, just get up there and just start pounding those keys. That's how you learn, right? <laughs> no, he can probably play it, but anyway, not like that. But you got to start somewhere. Amen. So please, let's continue to pray. Amen for Pastor and his wife. And, and uh, that they have a wonderful time. Amen. In Utah, right? Yeah. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Let's get to this reading. <clears throat> All right. This is about Isaiah prophesying about the coming of the Christ. The Messiah, say to them that are of a fearful heart, be strong, fear not. Behold, your God will come with vengeance, even God with a recompense. He will come and save you. That's comforting, isn't it? Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened, and the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. Then shall the lame man leap as an a heart of fear, and the tongue of the dumb sing, for in the wilderness shall waters break out and streams in the desert. And the parched ground shall become a pool, and the thirsty land springs of water. In the habitation of dragons, where each lay shall be grass with reeds and rushes. Praise God. Amen. If you'd allow me, I'm going to speak quickly on this. You're on the right path. You're on the right path. Would you help me pray one more time and then you may be seated. Lord Jesus, thank you, Lord God, for this move that you're doing here in this congregation, the great work, Lord God. We desire to go forth and do your bidding, Lord Jesus, that we would bring in those people who are hungry for your word, Lord. I pray that you would go forth today and Give us ears to hear, Lord God, that we would be more than hearers, but doers of your word. Let revelation, understanding go forth. We give you all the glory, all the honor in Jesus' name. You may be seated. Praise God. Hallelujah. Could you bring up that scripture one more time, Brother Cliff, the verse 4 of 35? I think 
part of the reason why Israel missed Jesus, the Messiah, the Christ, when he came is possibly part of their misunderstanding or misinterpretation of this scripture right here. Now, you have to understand what was going on at the time when Jesus came, amen, and was uh, manifested to all humanity as the Savior of the world. Israel had been trodden down, and long were the days of Joshua. Long were the days of the judges or the kings and Israel, Jerusalem, being the authority power in that part of the earth. You see, they were under the iron legions of Rome at this time. And I really believe that <clears throat> these re religious leaders and most of the people honestly thought that when Messiah would come, that he would crush Rome, like in the days of David, right, or in the days of Joshua, and it would be a mighty battle, and that he would set up his throne in Jerusalem. Well, I know that that's what most or a lot of the people thought, because we can find in Scripture, I think it's in John 6 and 15, where Jesus says this, uh, I per, where it says, the Scripture says, he perceived that the people wanted to make him king. So he went and hid himself up into the mountain or into the mountain because their timing was all wrong. Uh, he wasn't coming to set himself as the physical king over the world or over Israel to declare that throne that all could see. He wasn't coming to take down the armies of the world that were ruling the world at that time. But he was coming for a purpose that they did not understand. And here it is, is this. Be strong, fear not. Behold, your God will come with vengeance. The Bible says that from Adam to Christ, death reigned. But you see, God, he was coming for vengeance. He was ready to make things right. It had been a long time since his creation had disobeyed and sin had entered in. And he's been sitting back and he was licking his chops and just waiting for the right time when he could come forth in vengeance and destroy death and the power of sin and the power of the grave. This is what he was coming to do. Can we put the scripture back up there one more time? This is it. He was coming in a spirit of vengeance. I'm going to take back that which is mine. I'm going to give what you stole and taken away. I'm going to have victory over the power of death, hell and the grave. Amen. This is what I believe he was coming for with great vengeance was to set things right, to put it all in order, Brother Kelly, as you taught this morning. Amen. He was coming with vengeance. I got a plan that can redeem all of mankind, whatever they are, whatever nationality, whatever sex, whatever level of education, whatever age. I've got a plan, and the enemy, the adversary, cannot take them from my hand. And amen. He was coming with vengeance, even with recompense. Amen. Recompense is a word that we don't use today much. Uh, think of it as compensation. Uh, he was coming, amen, uh, to make compensation. Uh, he was coming to pay the price. Uh, he knew, uh, amen, uh, it's going to be a big price, uh, but I'm willing to pay it. Uh, hallelujah. I'm going to make things right. Uh, I know uh, that the soul, amen, that sins, uh, it shall die, and there's got to be an ultimate price uh, of blood, uh, and I'm willing to pay it. Uh, he 
he's coming, amen. He was coming with vengeance to hang upon that cross and to pay the price so you and I could have life once again, amen. Ooh, praise God. And they missed it. They missed it. Because their focus was on these Romans making their life miserable. Amen. This was the scripture that was given. Can we go back? Can we go to the next verse, Brother Brian? Five. Here we go. Look. This just plays right into what we know has happened with Jesus, right? The only thing is if maybe somebody who's uh, uneducated in the scriptures or doesn't have the Holy Ghost, uh, they might read that verse before and think, uh, miss it the same way and think, well, hold on. He didn't go and he didn't turn over the, the authority of the Romans. So maybe he's not the one. Ooh, but if you get the proper understanding the proper interpretation of what God was really planning on doing. Then you see Jesus manifested right here. Then the eyes of the blind shall be open. Amen. I can't find one time in the word of God where somebody who had faith and came to the Lord and needed something that the Lord said in to be healed and they weren't healed. Amen. He has the authority, the power, and the ability to make whole. I want you to know as when Jesus was going through and he was doing all these miracles throughout all of Judea that this was the fulfillment of the promise of the Messiah that God gave to Isaiah in this chapter. Amen. Is there anything too hard for our God when you go through and you read the Gospels Primarily, specifically, if you read the book of uh, Mark, uh, you start with his book, right? Uh, I call it the gospel of shock and awe. It goes right into it uh, in the first chapter. I think there's like six miracles, uh, and it's just not uh, little, little miracles where we've not little miracles, uh, but these are powerful miracles where he has authority over spirits, uh, amen, and over death itself. Whew. Wow. Amen. So the ministry of Jesus Christ, it fulfills this scripture right here. Amen. The blind, they could see. The ears of the deaf, they were open. Amen. Continue the next one, please, Brother Brian. Then shall the lame man leap. Woo. Praise God. As a deer, as the heart, and the tongue of the dumb sing. For in the wilderness shall waters break out, and the streams in the desert. Stop there for a moment. Amen. When you go through and you start reading the Gospels, and you see these stories, about Jesus coming to these situations uh, and him uh, healing the sick uh, and the lame walk, uh, the lepers are cleaned. All of this stuff, uh, something happens to you when you start reading it. Uh, amen. I remember being a brand new individual uh, reading the Bible for the first time. After I read the book of Revelations, uh, somebody said, well, you're reading it wrong. You need to get in and start reading the Gospels. Uh, and then I started reading the Gospels, uh, laying in my bed at night. Uh, my mom and dad had no idea I was reading the Word of God. I still, I still had the beer posters, uh, amen, and the, and the bikini girls, you know, all around the walls and all of that stuff. Uh, I hadn't repented of my sins uh, and started serving God yet. Uh, but I started opening up the Bible, uh, and I started reading uh, about these things uh, that 
that the Lord was doing. And I thought, oh God, is this thing real? Could you really do this in my life? Could you really deliver me? And then I saw this where the Lord says he sees those that you do in private. And all of a sudden I realized that God was watching me as a 19-year-old laying on my bed full of filth and sin. And I first had my first experience with repentance. Amen. Did I, be, did I become saved? No, I needed a preacher. I needed somebody to show me how do I get to that point. Amen. And get to where I give my life to the Lord. There's a reason why all those amen, testimonies are written in there. You start reading those things and you realize that God, he can make a difference in my life right away. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> I love this next part. For in the wilderness shall waters break out and streams in the desert. God is able to have a revival anywhere he chooses. It doesn't matter. You might think that our Africa is full of voodoo and black magic, and I'm sure it is, but I want you to know that there's a thriving church, amen, that's taking new ground every day, and the darkness of sin cannot comprehend it or fight against it. I want you to know that the regime of China and all of its communist power has no authority to stop the living church, amen, as it grows, and they don't know what to do with it. I want you to know there's no power on the face of the earth that can stop the Holy Ghost as it takes over this world. Amen. God can have a revival in any country. God can have a revival in any state, in any city, in any family, in any heart. Amen. God can have a revival. You don't understand. Amen, preacher. My son, my husband, my daughter, he's been lost a long time. He's in a dry place. He's in a dark place. I want you to know that God, he's able to bring forth living water. He said, hallelujah. He said this. I want you to know this. He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Amen. It doesn't matter how long somebody's been away from God, God is able to bring forth rivers of living water into their life. Hallelujah. I believe it. I believe it. Amen. Hallelujah. Ooh, praise God. Give me that next scripture, please, Brother Paul. About the parched grounds, and it shall become a pool. The parched grounds. I think of Europe. At one point, it's the seed of truth seekers. And now it's kind of dry and dead, if you will. He's the United States has flourished over these last 250 years. Europe has withered on the vine. We send missionaries to them. They don't send missionaries to us. Amen. But I want you to know, even the parched ground, the ground that one time had seed, the ground that one time gave life, God is able to bring a pool. Hallelujah. When well, we had that missionary from Wales here the other day, and they had missed, they had revivals in the past, and it had been years. I was sitting over there thinking, it's time for a Holy Ghost pour out a pool of revival for the nation of Wales. Hey, where it all started, the Reformation, why can't it finish right there? Let there be a great revival in Jesus' name. Amen. And the thirsty land springs of water. Amen. 
Hallelujah. Jesus said, if any man thirst, uh, let him come unto me. Uh, all the world, uh, humanity is like grass. It's like land. And the Bible says that the glory of man is no more than a flower that quickly fadeth. I want you to know uh, that the, the celebrities of today, they're nothing more than a flower. Yeah, they, they may look like they stand a little higher than you and I because we're just like the grass. But if you go back 50, 60, 70, 80 years, you'd be hard pressed to bring up any celebrities, any sports heroes who won the Super Bowl in the third or the fourth or the fifth, who won the Academy Award in 1962 and 1963. Their glory is here, but just for a minute, and then it fadeth away. Amen. But I want you to know that if you're hungry, if you're thirsty, amen, the Lord is calling you to a place, amen. Where that you can grow. Amen with him. Hallelujah. I love this next one right here. In the habitation of dragons. Ooh, I like that word. Dragons. Ooh, that's a good word. Dragons. I like that word. You know, I'm gonna go on a I'm gonna go on a I'm gonna I'm gonna go off on a just for a quick second. I'm going to come back to this. Do you know that the word dinosaur wasn't created till somewhere in the 1800s? You know what they used to call those things? Dragons. <laughs> anyway, let's go back. That's for another day. <laughs> now I've lost some of you. You're like, Hold on, is he talking about Barney? Somewhere between Barney and Godzilla. Okay, put it that way. <laughs> I like that word, though. Dragons. I looked at some of the other new um, translations. I, I'm, I'm not against new translations. I just like this one the best. <laughs> Amen. And I like that word, dragons. Amen. Where each lay shall be grass and reeds and rushes. You know what I saw yesterday? I had to drive over to Prosser. I saw a motorcycle gang yesterday. Anybody see them coming from Prosser? Right? I don't know. I don't know how many there were. Somebody said, hey, you better not go and witness to that motorcycle gang. You know why? Because they're just a bunch of dragons. <laughs> Don't you think about taking this gospel into the jails and in the prisons. It's just full of dragons. I want you to know that God is able, amen, even where the dragon seems to lay, he's able to do something great, even in their midst. I want you to know there's nobody too far out there. There's nobody too far gone. There's nobody that's got too many tattoos, too many piercings, amen, that God can't touch and deliver and bring to a place, hey, where the dragons dwell, God is is able, amen, to bring something great and mighty in their life, amen. Hallelujah. Amen. He's able to bring a blessing. Praise the Lord. Brother Matt's friend, the other day when he was here, amen, he had on, a, he is a, uh, he's got a motorcycle, Jesus name motorcycle group. Amen. I gave one of my cards, church cards. I said, look, if you ever want a donation, you call me. I want to support you guys. Amen. Praise God. Because I want to be effective at winning dragons to the kingdom of God, right? Amen. Praise the Lord. I'm almost done. What do we know about John the Baptist? When you think of John the Baptist, what do you, what do you think of? Anybody? Not afraid. He was came in the spirit of Elijah, right? What's the commentary? What? Yeah, okay, that too. And but what's the commentary on? Yes. Yeah. 
No, none of born of woman are have been greater than John the Baptist. Whew, think about that. Here he came with the spirit of Elijah. None born of a woman were greater than him. Now, I have my reasons on why I believe that, and I won't go into that today. Amen. And But that is the point that I wanted. Let's give her a big That's a good deal. Amen. That's a good one. All right. Yes, that's it. He was the greatest. Now, the scripture right here that we've been reading, Jesus references this scripture. <clears throat> Does anybody know where Jesus references? Bring up Matthew chapter 11. You're going to remember now. Now when John the Baptist, the greatest who had ever lived, who came in the spirit of Elijah, heard in the prison the works of Christ, he sent two of his disciples. What did he send them for? And he said unto him, Art thou he that should come, or do we look for another? Huh? Hold on. Aren't you the one that baptized Jesus? Aren't you the one that saw the Spirit land upon him like a dove? Aren't you, aren't you the one that heard the audible voice of God that said, This is my Son in whom I am well pleased? John, what's going on? You're letting down. Hey, there are times in our life, even the greatest needs a little. You're on the right path. You're in the right place. You're following the right guy. I am the one. Jesus, amen. <laughs> It's, it's all right. I want you to know uh, if you get to a point, especially uh, I think of Brother Alex and what he's going through. Uh, there's times. you got to understand, John was in prison at this point, uh, and he knew that his, his days were numbered. Uh, and even the greatest uh, who had ever been born of a woman uh, in the spirit of Elijah needed a little bit uh, of uh, encouragement uh, and needed a little bit of, hey, you can do this. Uh, you can make it. Uh, amen. God wants to make you see you get through this thing. Uh, I want you to know this. Amen. That you're on the right path. You're going in the right direction. You're following the right thing by you making the choice to get up this morning, to get dressed, to brush your teeth and comb your hair and come to the house of the Lord. You're on the right path. You're doing the right thing. And he wants you to know it. Amen. Hey, don't let the devil kick you in the teeth. Just because you have a bad day, just because you have a bad day doesn't mean you have to have a bad week. And just because you've had a bad week doesn't mean you have to have a bad month. And just because you had a bad month doesn't mean you have to have a, a bad year. And just because you had a bad year doesn't mean you have to have a bad life. I want you to know that God is here and he wants you to know this, that you're headed in the right direction if you're on the path, if you're following him, if you're seeking Speaking for him, you're on it. Amen. And he said unto him, Art thou he that should come, or do we look for another? And go to the next. And Jesus answered and said unto them, Go and show John again those things which ye do hear and see. Look what Jesus says. The blind receive their sight. He quotes this because he knows, John knows the, he knows the writings of Isaiah. He knows this. The blind receive their sight. The lame walk. The lepers are cleansed. And the deaf hear. The dead are raised up. Amen. And the poor have the gospel preached to them. 
everything that Isaiah wrote, Jesus said, hey, John, you're on the right path. Don't you worry. This life is but a vapor. Here today, gone tomorrow, for eternity is going to last forever. And this is the fulfillment of what Isaiah said. Yes, everything that Isaiah prophesied is coming true. I want you to know that if you're blind today and you need direction on which, which way you should go, you're in the right place. Oh, the Lord, he wants to give you direction on what you should do in your life. Amen. Maybe you're in a position of leadership and wondering, how shall how will I take this crew? How shall I take these people who are under me? I want you to know this, that God is able to open up your eyes so you can lead people to where they need to be led. Amen. Hallelujah. If you feel like, amen, that you're a little bit tired and you can't make the walk any longer, or maybe you feel like that you don't know who the direction you need to go just as the Lord was able to call to that lame man to get up God can give you the strength and the ability to make this journey hallelujah hallelujah you don't have to sit on the sidelines but God wants you to get up and get in this game and do the work that he has called the church to do amen amen if you feel like that there's a blemish and the Lord sees your blemish, I want you to know that he's the only one that reached out and touched those that were not clean. Where the religious leaders of the day, the people would say, leper, and throw the stones. Right? Jesus said, When I came to the Lord, I didn't know the direction to go. I couldn't see. He opened up my eyes so I could see. He gave me ears to hear. He allowed me to walk on this right path. Not just me, but you. If any man's been born again, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things uh, are become new. Uh, you and I, uh, we are the fulfillment uh, of this prophecy. Uh, amen. Uh, we have been given sight. Uh, we have been given ears. Uh, amen. We might have been lame, uh, but now we're walking. Uh, we're going in the right direction. Uh, we're on the right path. Uh, amen. Uh, hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Uh, and if you haven't decided uh, to jump into this thing, uh, I want you to know uh, that the Lord is here right now uh, to give you sight, uh, to give you ears, uh, amen, uh, to loosen up that tongue uh, that you can speak uh, and then witness uh, and to testify uh, of the goodness of Jesus, uh, amen. Uh, if you feel like that uh, you need to be made clean, uh, he can cleanse you from all unrighteousness. Uh, in just a moment, uh, his spirit can sweep in uh, and clean you, amen. Hallelujah. know there's a lot to be concerned with in these days and hours that we live in. Amen. But we just have to make sure this, that we keep the main thing the main thing, right? The parable of the sower, the seed. Once there's only two one, one, the birds came and picked up, and it never even put forth any seed or any uh, any fruit. It says those are ones that the, the message comes forth. The adversary comes in, steals it from them, and nothing ever happens. You hear the message. You might see him at church once or twice. For some reason, it didn't stick. And then there was those that, the seed fell into stony ground. Amen. And the roots couldn't get deep enough. And then when offenses came, they got offended. Offenses are going to come even in the church. And they got offended. And because their roots weren't deep, it blew up and the plant was gone. 
There was two left. One fell on the good ground and it brought forth fruit. And then one fell into this ground, came forth and brought forth fruit. But there were thorns in it. It didn't bring forth fruit. It came up, grew. And the thorns choked it out. It didn't say that it withered away. It didn't say that it wasn't there. It just said that it didn't bring forth fruit. I remember reading that as a brand new Christian and hearing it preached. And I pray, God, I don't want to be, I don't want to be that plant that's in the church, but I'm not bringing forth any fruit because I'm being choked out by the cares of this life. I'm, I'm not saying that we, we don't deal with the things of this life we have to. But they can't come to the point where the things of this life take over what our purpose is. Our purpose is to be the light of this world. Amen. The church, we've got to be in a place of strength and stability. We've got to offer hope to the hopeless. Amen. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Oh, God, I don't want the cares of this life to choke me out, that I know that I don't bring forth any fruit, amen. But I want to be that, that plant that brings forth fruit. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. I know you do as well, amen. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Would you stand with me right now? Would you pray that prayer? Would you say, oh, God, amen. Oh, Lord, I know I'm on the right path path here today, O oh Lord God. Uh, amen. I want to continue down this path. Uh, I don't want the cares of this life. Uh, I don't want all these headlines. Uh, amen. That I seem to hear all the time uh, about the country fighting. Uh, amen. About distress everywhere. About uh, how there's going to be lockdowns and all of this. Uh, oh, I want you to know, church, uh, we can't be caught up uh, and bound by those things. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Would you begin to pray right now? Oh, Lord God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you have a lost loved one, would you pray for them right now? Would you say, God, I believe, amen, that you're able to bring forth pools of living water, amen, a river of living water into their life. Is there anybody that's willing to stand in the gap and to pray for a lost loved one here today? Would you travail for them and say, oh, God, amen, if you need something in your life, would you reach out to him right now? Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, amen, as they begin to pray. These altars are open. Hallelujah. Amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. We love you. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Would you pray right now? Oh, thank you. Hallelujah. That's it. That's it. Oh, blessed be the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank Will there be faith when he comes? Will there be saints washed in his blood? Will there be souls that seek his face? Will we be hungry for your name? I'm waiting for that day to come. I'm My family has won. 
I'm listening for that trump to sound. The dead will rise, I'll have my crown. I'm waiting for you, Lord. I'm searching for you, Lord. I'm looking for you, Lord. I'm seeking for you, Lord. Will there be faith when he comes? Will there be saints washed in his blood? Will there be souls that seek his Will we be hungry for his name? Lord, I'm waiting for that day to come. I'm waiting. Trump to sound, the dead will rise. I'll have my crown. I'm waiting for you, Lord. I'm searching for you, Lord. I'm looking for you, Lord. I'm seeking for you, Lord. I'm waiting for you, Lord. I'm searching for God. Hallelujah. I'm looking for you, Lord. I'm seeking for you, Lord. Oh, I'm waiting for you, Lord. I'm searching for you, Lord. I'm looking for you, Lord. I'm seeking for you, Lord. Waiting for you, Lord. Lord, I'm searching for you, Lord. God, I'm looking for you, Lord. I'm seeking for you, Lord. You know my heart. You
I'm searching for you, Lord. I'm looking for you, Lord. Oh, I'm seeking. I'm waiting. I'm searching. Oh, I'm looking. I'm seeking. We're searching for you, Lord. I'm seeking, oh God, I'm seeking. Oh God, we're waiting for you, Lord. We're searching for you, Lord. We're looking for you, Lord. We're seeking you, God. Seeking for you, Lord. Oh, I'm waiting for you, Lord. I'm searching for you, Lord. God, I'm looking for you, Lord. I'm seeking for you, Lord. Oh, I'm waiting for you, Lord. I'm searching for you, Lord. Of heaven 
Father, we are so thankful today for your spirit. We are thankful for your grace, for the word that you've brought forth for us to hear, Lord. Lord, we thank you for the affirmation of who you are, the path we're leading, God. We thank you for the renewal of your Revelation, God. As we set our eyes to heaven, Lord, we are anxiously anticipating that day. As we follow the path that you've led us down. We are looking upward. Our hope is in you, God. Thankful for your mercy and grace. Thankful for your strength and guidance. Be with us as we leave this place today, Lord, and let us encourage our brothers and sisters as we continue to walk in your love.